Hey, it's Rob, and welcome to Success Unlocked, helping you to master your mind, improve your thinking, and become the perfect version of you to create a truly successful life, whatever success means to you. This week, I'm talking about the three big ingredients of self-confidence and how you can work to engineer them in your life. The goal here is to leave you with the steps that you need to start building confidence and self-belief with a really practical approach. This is Success Unlocked, where we uncover what it really takes to become the happiest, most confident, motivated and truly fulfilled version of yourself with advice and inspiration to create your own extraordinary life. Whatever success means to you, it's waiting just around the corner. Yes, I am here every single week sharing tips, advice, ideas, and inspiration to help regular people just like me and you to create a truly extraordinary life. Now, before we get into the episode, I would love to give you something totally for free. See, I really believe that the stories we tell ourselves and the beliefs that we hold about what we are and aren't good at, or what we can and can't do, or what we should or shouldn't do, are a really big key to either propel our lives forward or hold us back. And all too often, they're negative stories that hold us back and stand in our way of achieving any of the big or powerful goals that we have. So it's important we get rid of them. That's why I've put together a special worksheet to help you do exactly that. And I would love you to download it totally free. Just head over to successunlocked.com forward slash resources to grab that and some other awesome stuff from my free toolbox of personal development resources. Also, there's been some lovely reviews of the podcast being posted on the podcast networks, like Sandy, who's actually an upcoming guest on the show. She said, Rob is a funny and insightful host. Everything you could want in a podcast. I will take that as a massive compliment all day long. And somebody called 808LC, whoever that is, said, I love this podcast. Rob is clear, concise, and covers topics that are applicable to everyday self-improvement. He and his guests are knowledgeable, relatable, and inspiring. I highly recommend this show for anyone interested in personal growth and creating a happier life. So thank you to you, whoever you are. Now, as you listen to this, if you haven't already, make sure to go and smash the subscribe button so that you'll get a notification every time there is a brand new episode because that's every Wednesday. And I know you're busy. I would hate for you to miss out on a single thing. Now, do you ever look at someone who is brimming with confidence and self-belief and think, I wish I could be like that. I wish I could be like them. I wish I could be like that. We've all done it. It's perfectly natural. It's just part of who we are. But here's the thing. There is literally nothing standing between you and a supreme level of confidence that allows you to do literally anything that you want to do. As I often say, confidence isn't something that you are either born with or without. It's not something that you either have or don't have. It's actually more like a skill, something you have to learn or a muscle that you have to train just like you were going to the gym. Now, the bad news is that means you need to constantly work and focus to grow and maintain your confidence at a particular level. The good news is that there is a formula for it. And if there's a formula for it, that means you can do this. If you're currently lacking confidence in yourself or in any area of your life, you have the power to do something about it. You don't just have to sit back, kick your legs up and say, oh, well, never mind. I'm not cut out for that. I'm not confident. I'll just get on with my quiet little life and I'll stay out of the way. No, no, no. You need to actually grow into your confidence. You can step forward and you can claim the life that you really, really want. Because there are two really big myths about confidence that are written up in most of the self-help books they're spouted off about at most of the seminars you can attend on the subject. 
The first big myth is that confidence is an all-round thing, like it's something you just address in one fell swoop, like it's something you either have or don't have. But actually, confidence, when you think about it, touches so many different parts of our lives, and it does it in different ways. Some people are super confident in one area of their life, but really lacking confidence in others. I mean, maybe you're exceptional in social situations, but you're terrified when it comes to like going to a job interview. Or maybe first dates are your sweet spot, where you're really, really good, but then the minute you have to get up and speak in public, you find that difficult. My personal example, I feel so incredibly comfortable speaking on stage or like performing my hypnosis show in front of a thousand people. But if you put me one-on-one with somebody that I don't know very well in a formal setting, I find that much harder. That's somewhere where I am always working on my confidence. Maybe you are the other way around. Who knows? So it's not just a case of being confident or not, but actually a case of building self-confidence in all of the main areas of your life. And you know what? Each strand of your life is kind of like its own separate battle that you need to win. Now, the good news this brings, of course, is that in some areas of your life, you might already have won that battle. There are probably some skills or talents or facets of your life where actually you feel like you're the champion and you are already supremely confident. Even if it's just one thing where you know you excel, well, you can bring your experiences and your positivity from that area of your life into battle for the other areas so that you don't feel so alone with it. And that way you'll feel less like you are starting from scratch. Now, the second big myth about self-confidence is that the first step is simply to act confident. Now, the theory is sound. I totally get it. The suggestion for yours is that if you go around acting as if you are already confident, then two things will happen. Firstly, people will perceive you as if you are confident. They'll treat you appropriately, and then you'll begin to feel more confident. And the second thing is that you will train your brain to continue acting confident as your kind of default state. Now, that sounds really good in theory, but I have a couple of issues with that idea. The first one is that if people perceive you as confident, but underneath you're struggling, you might well find that you finish up being lumbered with situations, challenges or responsibilities that you're actually not quite ready for yet. And ultimately, that's not good for you. And the second thing is that pretending to be confident isn't easy. If you find social situations difficult, then it's really hard to act in real life in front of other actual human beings as though you are not. You see, confidence sits in two places. Inside us with the way that we feel, and maybe we can kind of mask that temporarily and pretend, and externally, the way we are perceived by other people. Now, they say that dogs can smell fear, but actually, I think everybody can smell fear. If you've ever watched those TV talent shows, things like the Got Talent series, America's Got Talent, Britain's Got Talent, everywhere's got talent, you can tell when somebody is sincerely terrified stepping out on stage in front of the judges. So fooling anybody for any length of time is actually a real challenge. In short, if you could just pretend to be confident, that's probably as hard as snapping your fingers and just being more confident. Like somebody's just saying, just be more confident, just get on with it. We know it's more difficult than that. So there are two things we can learn from that, and then we'll dive into these three big ingredients. The first one is that we need to build confidence from the inside out. We need to focus on feeling confident truly and letting that spill out of you. That's a much more appropriate way of doing this and actually creating lasting change. Secondly, is you'll need to work through the process that I'm about to give you for each area of your life where you feel like you are currently lacking in confidence. So I want you to identify those different areas that you feel why your confidence needs a boost and then pick one, the one that you want to focus on as your priority, and then go through the process that I'm about to share with you for each one individually. 
Now, the good news is that quite often these different areas of your life will actually support each other. And you'll find that by mastering one of them, that gives you a head start in another one. And that's really powerful. Now, you're probably just wondering how the heck to do it. Well, that's where these three big ingredients come from. The stuff that I've discovered over the years. These are the things that you are going to have to work on in order to build up confidence, to learn it and to train it like a muscle. Actually, even though I am anything but a bodybuilder, I mean, look at me, there's going to be a whole bunch of parallels here between the way that you train yourself for confidence and the way you would train yourself in the gym. So listen into that. Pop that protein shake down and let's get started with this. Now, ingredient number one of confidence is evidence. Confidence always stems from evidence. That's evidence that you can do something, evidence that you are good enough and evidence that you will likely get good results. It's one of the reasons why we fear things like change and the unknown, because it's really hard to be comfortable and confident about something when you don't know what the likely outcome is or what that likely outcome could be. For example, if I was going to send you to walk on stage in front of a crowd of 10,000 people and give a speech that you had written for the very first time, you are probably going to be scared. You're probably going to be lacking confidence about that. And there's a whole bunch of unknowns to be scared of. I mean, if you've never really stood on a stage before, that's one thing, with a microphone and all the lights beaming down onto you, that could be a really nerve-wracking experience the first time around. Not to mention all of the people watching you, 10,000 people. That's like 20,000 pairs of eyes, give or take, staring at you, waiting to see what you have to say. And then you have to worry about what it is you're actually going to say. Are they going to like it? Will you trip over a word? Will you even remember what you were going to say in that speech or in that presentation? All of those things are total unknowns. You have no evidence to suggest that it might work or that it could go well or that you might excel. And so if that's an area of your life where you currently lack confidence, your brain automatically switches to the negative possibilities. Like what if it doesn't work or what if it doesn't go well or you don't excel? Now, those possibilities are much easier to play out in your mind. So you tend to go in a negative direction. That's not good for anyone. It's easier to imagine things don't go well when you've got no evidence to suggest that you might succeed. That's just how we're wired. So the first thing you need to start building confidence is the evidence that you might succeed. You need to build and collect that evidence. Now, what are the best ways to do this? Well, you need to strip down this terrifying thing so that it's butt naked and then find a small, tiny, little version of it that is still scary, but it's not utterly terrifying. In other words, find the baby steps version that still puts the willies up you a little bit, but maybe not quite so much. Maybe you're going to go and deliver a little speech to a room of 10 strangers in a local pub. It's still a little bit scary, but nowhere near as bad. Or maybe before you go on that terrifying first date, you arrange a random evening out with a friend of a friend, someone you don't particularly know, but there's no complications or romantic entanglement, just a social night with somebody you don't know all that well just yet. Maybe before those job interviews, you make an effort to get yourself in front of a similar group of people and kind of have a practice run. The goal here is to find something that gives you some evidence of a positive outcome that shows you you might not crumble and that you can do it. Now, the other way to do this is to pull evidence from your past experiences under similar circumstances or from other areas of your life where you know that you fly and that you excel. Like a first date in a job interview they're not all that different. You're there with someone you don't know, trying to impress them, albeit with a totally different desired outcome. But ultimately, there are definitely some skills that directly translate from one to the other. Make sure you don't pull the wrong skills, otherwise you are not getting that job. 
Now, if there's if you're good at one of those things, there's definitely some evidence that you can pull across and drop into the other. So the first step is to find evidence that supports the fact that you have actually got this and you can actually do this. That brings us on to ingredient number two, which is reps. Everything becomes easier the more you do it. You build strength in anything through repetition. Nobody has ever gone to the gym once, picked up a weight, hoisted it above their head, and instantly become the world's strongest man, right? So instead, you need to do a circuit of reps to make sure that you're actually using repetition to build strength. Now, the same thing applies when you are training your mind for anything that includes confidence. The more you do things to build that evidence, the more evidence you collect. And the more evidence you collect, well, the more confident you are obviously going to feel. After all, this is real life and not everything goes right every time. So sometimes you are going to face adversity and knockbacks and setbacks and they chip away at your confidence. Now, if your evidence was flimsy to begin with, that could actually knock you out. If you've got a big whopping pile of evidence to support your confidence, though, then a little setback doesn't affect you quite as much and you have a soft cushioning blanket of evidence to land into, like a comfy beanbag that actually can spring you back up and say, well, that's okay, go again. Life is a bit of a numbers game. And if your wins outweigh your losses, then everything is easier. So to continue your training regime, I want you to start gathering opportunities to gain that evidence we talked about all the way back in ingredient number one. How can you start putting yourself in front of the lions more often to prove to yourself that you've actually got what it takes? Even if you are doing that stripped back version of the truly terrifying thing, then you are going to be taking massive step forwards, steps forward rather, by reinforcing that evidence that you've started to build. See, our brains respond really well to repetition. In my stage hypnosis show, I use a technique called suggestion and repetition, knowing that your subconscious mind is far more likely to absorb a suggestion that is given more often. That's where that dreary stereotype of a hypnotist repeating you are getting sleepier and sleepier actually comes from. The more chances you give yourself to try something, the more you are training your mind to feel totally and utterly comfortable with it. So we need evidence, and more is always better than less in any circumstance. So we need to do reps. And then it's time to bring in ingredient number three, which is resistance. You see, when you are training a muscle, there is a fine balance between reps and resistance. After all, I could do a million bicep curls holding a Sharpie pen. It's not going to turn me into Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Now, I should say that is about the most athletic remark you are ever going to get from me. I'm afraid, so don't get carried away. I'm impressed that I even know what a bicep curl is. That's as far as it's going to go. The thing is, unless we start to increase the resistance, the weight of that thing, we can't build strength past a certain point. And this is exactly the same with your confidence. Once you start to build evidence, once you start to get those reps in, you start to expand your comfort zone and suddenly something that once seemed really difficult and very terrifying actually becomes relatively normal because you adapt to change. You're, you respond to challenges. Your mind becomes more resilient and your confidence grows. And when that happens, it's time to start to increase the resistance. It's time to find the slightly more difficult version of your challenge. It's time to put some new and different barriers in your your way. You see, we only continue to grow through challenge. So when your first evidence gathering missions start to become too easy, well, we need to increase the difficulty. And that means speaking in front of a larger group of people or meeting new people that you've no connection with at all in social circumstances or going on the first proper first date. 
Now, it's going to vary totally depending on what area of your life or your mindset you're trying to build confidence in. But whatever it is, step up the difficulty from beginner to intermediate. Make it more difficult because otherwise you'll just be stalling your growth by sitting in comfort mode. And actually, you are better to continue building reps and building that evidence, but under increasingly challenging tasks. That's how you build unbreakable confidence that will actually stand the test of time. After all, what is life if we don't have a challenge? This is about never-ending personal growth, right? So when you start to feel that rising surge of confidence, start to increase the resistance a little bit. Go get them. Make it a little bit more difficult. And when you do that, your confidence will soar. So there we have it, the three big ingredients of unshakable self-confidence. Evidence that things can and will go well. Then reps to prove that it's not just beginner's luck and you actually have what it takes. And resistance to build your confidence even stronger over a period of time. Armed with that formula, you can start to find the areas of your life where you want to build confidence and then get down to business. Start with one, one aspect of your life and see these massive changes and then start to replicate that process in other areas. Incidentally, this even works in your confidence to become more confident. As you're implementing this in various areas of your life, you'll find it becomes easier and the more you do it, well, there's a massive compound effect because building confidence in one area of your life has an undoubtable knock-on effect in other areas as well. I can't wait to hear the results that you get from doing this in your own life. So make sure to connect with me on Instagram at success.unlocked and on Facebook, just search for Rob Temple Success Unlocked and let me know how you get on. Now, if you want to check out full notes and links to all of the resources mentioned in this episode, then just head over to successunlocked.com forward slash ingredients. And finally, before you go, if you've enjoyed this episode, make sure to leave a review on your favorite podcast player or wherever you happen to be listening to this right now. A five-star review and a few lovely words goes a really long way towards helping more people get the benefit of this content. And make sure that you subscribe because there's a brand new episode every single Wednesday like clockwork. And I know that you're busy. I would hate for you to miss out. If you really enjoyed this episode and you know people would benefit from it, you can go ahead and share the link, of course, directly on social media to help spread the word. Please, please, please. I would really appreciate it. Other than that, hit the subscribe button. I'll see you the same time, same place next week at Success Unlocked. You've been listening to Success Unlocked. Don't forget to stop by at successunlocked.com for full notes and resources from this and every other episode. Then subscribe so that you don't miss out on anything.